Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash achieve today. You had any success with the Ouija board? Oh, Ouija board. Oh, no, I haven't gotten around to that yet. Like, I genuinely feel uneasy with that on the table. You're listening to Weird Tales and the Unexplainable. This is me, Bob Shoy, and with me as always are my fellow co-hosts, uh, Beef. Hello. And Tiss. Hello. How's it going, guys? We're good. Pretty good. What are we doing then? What, what's, what are we doing tonight? I have no idea. Have you guys talked about it before I arrive? No. I have no idea. No. Um, I really, can I just say, I really, really hope it's something... If it's not, I still love it. Okay. But I really hope it's something really creepy. Right, okay. Well, we'll see. Um, well, okay, we'll see. The weirdest thing happened when I was uh, preparing this episode this week. Mm-hmm. In the evenings, I've been doing little bits, little bits, and this song came on shuffle because I was listening to my iPod while I was doing it, and I was like, huh, how apt. So I'll let my friend um, Stephen tell you what tonight's episode is. Okay. Hmm. That was, of course, Ouija Board by Morrissey, and we're doing Ouija Boards tonight. Ah, nice. What, are we actually doing them? No, no, no. Oh. I would have cleared the table. <laughs> cool. Then we're going to talk about them. Now, what do you guys know about Ouija Boards? Uh, I know that they are used to contact spirits. Mm-hmm. Um, I've 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 seen them. I've not used one. I've not been around one really. Um, but I know that you have like a little counter. Mm-hmm. Um, some of the some of them are different. So, like the little bits that you can use to move around the board are different. Mm-hmm. Um, and some of them are more like magnifying glass type things. And you hover over the letters to ask a question to Mister Demon. And so you you get like a group together. I don't think there's any rules as to how many people there has to be. We'll talk about it. Oh, okay. I'd say at least like two or three or something. Um, and yeah, the idea is that um, I, I think the idea is that you you're, you ask the question and then your hand will start moving without you moving it mm-hmm. so that they answer the, the question. Right. Um, and you can talk and then you're just like, cheers, mate. See you later. And then sign out. Pretty good. You haven't used one? No. No, used there's, a reason, there's a reason for that. I would never use one. You'd never use one, mm-hmm. right? Oh, well, that's tonight's I, I show. I would never use one. <laughs> no, I'm not. Don't worry, we're not doing it. But you know what they look like. 
Yeah. And yeah. you know basically how they work. Yeah. yeah. Right, hang on a second. Props today. Uh-oh. Is there a Ouija board? Have you got one? I've got a Parker Brothers glow-in-the-dark Ouija board. Oh, okay. Wow. This is second-hand. I got it off eBay for the show. Let's crack it open. Let's have a go. It looks like a board game. Well, this is what we're going to talk about. You know, they're marketed as board games. They're sold they? as board games. Oh, man, that's quite scary, actually. Yeah. I find that really scary. So here we go. Here's the board. I like the art. It's the sort of classic Ouija board Sun design. Tissy, you like the design. You can uh, explain what you're looking at here, then. Okay, so you've got... Um... So you've got like the sun in the top left-hand corner. Mm-hmm. It's got quite a happy look on his face. The moon on the right. It's like contrast. It's got yes and no next to the sun. Sorry, yes, yes next to the sun and then no next to the moon. Um, yeah, it just looks very what much you how you'd expect yeah. a Ouija board to look. All the letters of the alphabet, yes, no, the numbers, and goodbye. Yeah. And this is what you were talking about before, Beef. This, do you know what these are called? It looks like a massive plectrum. It's they're, they're called planchette. This is your planchette. Okay. And uh, it magnifies the letters as you go over it. Doesn't magnify it very much. Well, it's well, you know, what I mean, it highlights. It. You're supposed uh, to the person who's which yeah, the person who's the reader would be at this angle to it. So for them, it would. So you're supposed to use it that way. It, sorry, so you would be facing this way. I'll explain how it works with a group of people, but okay. the main person who's asking the questions would be sat at the front and would be facing this way, and it would be moving around like that. Okay. Okay? Mm-hmm. Now, like I say, I bought this second hand <laughs> on eBay. And it's in quite good condition. It's all right, isn't it? I, I did ask the person if they had any successful experiences with it. And? They didn't message me back. Uh, <laughs> it's because... Either they don't want to talk about it, mm. or they haven't had any success, and then they've they've you can't sell someone something that doesn't work, surely. Yeah, but there's no proof that it's going to work, is there? I'm not expecting. I'm not going to be like, no, I don't want it. Then if, you, if it didn't work for you, I don't want it. <laughs> so I just asked if they had any success, and she didn't reply. So I don't know. Um, well, we if on? she's selling it, then. She's probably not that successful. Well, maybe it was successful, but not. <sighs> In the terms that we would deem success. Or maybe it was had a very bad... Yeah, yeah, maybe it was successful but bad outcome. Usually the case with Ouija boards. Mm. Where does the name come from? Uh, is it Waluigi from uh, the Nintendo <laughs> franchise? That's what I thought originally as well, but no, no, you're wrong. It's French, isn't it? It's, it's, it's actually Ouija. It's for, yeah, it's Ouija. Ouija, Ouija board. I, I was going to talk about this as well. With the, with the name, I was actually going to talk about this because... I when I was younger, I was uh, heard it referred to as Ouija. Mm. Yeah, I have. But as I got older, I realised that it was Ouija, yeah. and I've always said Ouija. And I thought, well, maybe it was just me saying it wrong. But you've just clarified for me that it is sometimes called a Ouija board. Mm. When I looked it up online, I couldn't find anything about Ouija board, so I thought that was just me. But obviously not. So yeah, I don't know where that's from because it is a Ouija board, because apparently it's made up of the French. Yes. yes. And the German. Yes. Ah. It's the yes board. Well, that's one story. Okay. The other story for the name, um, I've got here. So the guy who, like, no one knows how long these have been around for. There is speculation they've been around, like, since ancient times as a way of contact, but there's no proof of that. 
um, in the 1840s in the US, um, spiritualist stuff was really popular mm. and mediums were really popular. And so this guy decided to pan his own talking board. They were just called talking boards or spirit boards. Um, yeah, they're, they're the names that they went by. But he decided to pan it and sell it as like a game. Like the mysterious game, Ouija board. But well, the mysterious game, but they hadn't, they needed a name for it. Yeah, it says mystifying oracle underneath. Yeah. That that box is freaking me out. This one? Yeah. The eyes on that sun are really freaking yeah, me out. Yeah, I'll turn it over. Thank you. I think it was the box. The the board started to freak me out a little bit. Don't, but... we, don't we take it off the table? No, no. To begin with, it was the box. I was, was wondering if eyes. having it in the house was going to have anything bad happen. Yeah, yeah. But it's been in the house for a, wait, a week now. So. Oh, cool. Um, and nothing happened. Mm. Although at nights when I have been preparing this episode, and I'm not like a spiritual person, mm. but it's been entering my head that I know it's sat on the side in it. And I'm home alone a week, don't uh-huh. forget. And I'm preparing this episode a week, so watching creepy things and reading weird stories and stuff. Yeah, yeah. Um, anyway, the guy who decided to pattern it needed a name for it to make it catchier. Mm. So they set up a test with it. They made like a rough one. And they sort of streamlined this planche X originally how these worked was there was a hole in the front for a pencil and it used to write apparently but it was Mm. too hard to work out what it was writing so they decided to put this magnifying glass and whatever on it Mm. um anyway they said the first time they tested it out they asked the board well they didn't even ask the board anything they just let the board thing and it spelled out the word ouija and he's like right that's the name and they asked the board what it meant and it spelled out good luck that's the story. Mm. What do you think of that? Mm. Tripe. A way to sell it, make it more mysterious origin for the name. Yeah, probably that. Yeah, I thought that. That's exactly what I thought. But um, that was something I learned. I was always interested about where the name come from because it doesn't really mean anything. Mm. So yeah, there's the, the two stories are the good luck thing and just the yes and yes, French and German, just to make it sound, you know, foreign or whatever. So I've got um I've got how does it work? I've got the history of it. I've got some stories. Okay. Anyway, let's let's go into the history a little bit then. So, like I said, no one knows where it comes from. Um but it was made into like a bit of a game. Yeah. So in the 1890s, this guy called Charles W. Kennard had a company called the Kennard Novel- Novelty Company and he put the patent out for it and decided to market it as like a, a fun game um, and it sold loads and eventually he changed the name of the company I haven't written it down but it's something like the Ouija the Kennard Ouija company or something that was like their big item okay right and in 66 the patent was sold to Parker Brothers who make all sorts of fun family board games and they made this version right Parker Brothers and um, what do you think about that I it really it really troubles me that yeah. it's sold as a game because it's not a toy. So many people say this online. When you talk about Parker Brothers owning it and stuff, everyone's just like, this isn't a game. It's not It's not something... It's sold with the board games. It is not a casual experience. It's not something that people can just oh, take off the shelf and play. It's not like Monopoly or Wheat. This is... It if you go in a toy shop in America, sold. I'm pretty sure you can find this in the toy shop. That's worrying. Right. I don't know, that's just my opinion. Well, Parker Brothers don't own the patent anymore. Okay. It was sold again in 1991 to Hasbro. I was going to say, to Hasbro, I knew it. I knew it had gone to Hasbro. (laughs) So it's still sold as a game, yeah. Oh, man. 
So this version I've got here is the one that's not in print at the moment. This is the Parker Brothers one. But yeah. Tis, what do you think about that? Am I cra- I feel like I'm crazy for that worrying me. I can see from their point of view it's a popular item to have the pattern for a Ouija board, mm. money-wise. But yeah, I agree with Beef. It's not a toy. Where, well, where should they sell it? They shouldn't. They shouldn't sell these. Even if you sold. go into like a spiritualist shop where like, they've got... If someone like, wants to make one and sell them, then... And, and the people who... I don't know. I don't think companies should be mass-producing Ouija boards. That's what I'm uncomfortable about. Should we watch a video? Uh, sure. <laughs> okay. So uh, there's loads of videos on, on YouTube, but I thought we'd just pull one up and we'll watch one. Even though I don't know a lot about Ouija boards, or Ouija boards... Uh, there's no smoke without fire, and everyone I talk to is fucking shit scared of. Everyone's got stories, right? <laughs> like everyone. There's the everyone I've spoken to. Like... I can I can guarantee you, every person I've spoken to in this country, and this is from my experience. Um, everyone I've spoken to in this country who's who's had issues with demon possession has used a Ouija board. Wow. Not necessarily in Africa because they wouldn't have this kind of um, access, but definitely over here. Interesting. It's horrible. Do you wish I chose I'm sure, a different I'm sure, subject? No, no, no. It's it's great. We'll, we'll, I'll I'll come back to that later. So I'll put a link to this video. There's loads of examples in this video. I will put it on the blog. We'll just walk, sort of watch the first bit. This looks like our one. It's exactly the same, isn't it? It is exactly. The I same. didn't even know that when I chose this video. <laughs> cool. All right. Let's give it a shot. Hey. Okay. So. You ready, guys? I'm ready. I'm here. Um, is there anyone here? Uh, besides us, besides us. Come on. Let's switch spaces. You write down. All right. You recall. Monica, you got this. You got this, girl. Yeah, girl. All right. Watch out, Ouija board. What comes to you? Okay. Is there anyone here with us? Are you? No. Are you touching? Are you? No. That's crazy. I'm barely. <laughs> I, yeah, I'm barely. I barely have my hands on here at all. What? Wow. That is really moving now. This figure eight thing. I'll talk about this as well. Uh, yes. <laughs> okay. Okay. What? What is your name? Ooh. Uh, wow. What is the deal with these swirly things? His name is Eight. <laughs> Why are they fucking with this? Z? <laughs> Just powers they don't understand. O. Z. O. Z. O. Oh my Z. god. Is your name Zoe? <laughs> oh, it's so freaky. Oh my gosh. No. Uh, okay. Uh, is your name Zozo? Can we stop? <laughs> Do you want to stop? I don't want to watch this. Okay. It's freaking me out a lot. Yeah. Wow. That gives you an idea of some people using it. That's really horrible. Yeah. Uh, if you do want to carry on watching it on the blog, I'm pretty sure that one of them starts convulsing on the floor in a minute. I'm not surprised. Really? Yeah. Yeah. Do you want to hit play again? No, no, no. I don't want to see that. Right, okay. I, I, can I say... Yeah? Uh, I, I'm really glad that Tiss asked the stop because I was close to asking. Yeah, you, I could tell you guys weren't enjoying that at all. I don't like that. If you do want to watch the whole video, and there's loads of videos, um, I will put that on the blog. What do you think? I don't understand the mentality of people that would... Ignorant. 
Yeah, they it's would ignorant mess with and childish these sort of uh, powers. I did it last night. You didn't. No, <laughs> I just wanted you to call me ignorant. No, no. <laughs> I know you wouldn't. I, this is what really, really um, bothers me about this because it's uh, honestly, I'm not, I'm not making this up. Anyone I've spoken to who's had issues with demon possession in their lives, mm-hmm. at least over here, obviously, like you know, I've been abroad and, and had same conversations, but it's different. Every single person has used a Ouija board, got one in the house. Some people didn't even use it. They've just got it in their house. Uh, <laughs> and Can we put this away? Is it glows in the dark? <laughs> That's such Should a way to put it under the table. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I wasn't I wasn't saying that to bother you or to no, like, worry wanted you guys. No, I it put away just... earlier. <laughs> it was freaking me out earlier, but I just got the box away. I've had this in the Genuinely. house with me for the last yeah, week. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. I just And this is, this is my big problem with it, is that it's... Um, and I know this would be interesting to you because it's, this is not something you believe in. But from my experiences, that is not a, it's not a gimmick. Mm. It's not something. And those those kids in the video, it was almost like I wanted to burst and just be like, no, no, <laughs> Give no, me we're that. not doing that. I've 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 known people um, come to, come to our church um, and kind of like completely change their lives, um, dealt with the demon possession. And then gone home and immediately set fire to their Ouija boards, like mm. like to destroy them. We've and that's it's not something we recommend to people. We're not like yeah, go and destroy them now. It's not. We don't want to get. I've actually I read a thing about that today. Actually, a lot of um, people involved in the church were like collecting Ouija boards and burning them to keep them out of other people's hands. Can we burn ours? Well, not until I've used it. <laughs> <laughs> not until we've used it. <laughs> How much was it? Um, Nineteen pounds. I paid for that. Wow. Yeah. I'm. I'm not. I'm not. I wasn't trying to. Like. By the way, I. I realised as soon as I said, just by having it in your house, I'm not suggesting no, anything. Well, I'm just saying. I'm gonna be the one playing like devil's advocate here, because mm. I'm the one. So you guys don't like it. No. I don't. I don't, I don't care. It doesn't mean anything to me. I just think it's an item. I don't think that item can be possessed. I don't as much as this mug can. This hand cream. It's a bit. You know it's manufactured is? in a in a in a factory. Yeah, yeah. Do you know what the weirdest thing is? What? Like. Genuinely, yeah. Genuinely, yeah. And you trust my uh, that I wouldn't be bullshitting, yeah. Like I genuinely feel uneasy with that on the table. After a while, it's all right we first now. It's it off out. the table. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But the box because I will take it. I'll, I'll put it in the kitchen or something. Yeah, yeah, no. Genuinely, when I saw when I was looking at the box, it was like really. It amazes out. me how people genuinely, are so freaked like, out by this object. Like, that's not like me. Like the images, it was just the feeling. Yeah. It was just like. I've been in contact with people about this, about the fact that I'm doing the show on the Ouija board. Yeah, yeah. And people I wouldn't expect are just like, no way. Oh, you shouldn't be doing that. Mm -hmm. And I'm not not doing it, I'm talking about it. But they're just like, oh, I can't believe you've got it in your house. I started to get a headache as as the video was playing. Hmm. Um, It's it's something about the the item that really gets under people's skin. Mm. Yeah, no, genuinely... (laughs) I can feel a, a weird energy. What now? Uh, still. Do you want me to move it? Genuinely still. We could try. Where do you want me to put it? I don't know whether it's just from when we've had it on the table or just, I don't know. Do you want, me to, that video, maybe? do you want me to put it in the back of my van? Well, yeah, let's do it. All right, okay. Just for the crap. I'm going to go and put it in the back of my van. If anything, just what for experimental purposes to see if it does change something. I think maybe it was the video that freaked me out as well. Right, well, I'm not going to play any more videos of people playing Ouija boards. Yeah. I thought one was enough. Yeah, yeah. I didn't like. I could have eased. I could have easily gone like, "Hey, whole episode of us watching like creepy videos of people doing Ouija board. Mm, one's God. enough. You've seen it. 
God, I can't believe they sell them like board games. That really worries me. Mm. Yeah, I just like to get a headache. Yeah. Really, I, I don't. Genuinely... I don't. It's honestly, it subsided as soon as the video stopped playing. As soon as it's like, has that made a difference? Right. So in the back of my van, van's locked, and my socks are wet because I forgot it was raining. <laughs> <laughs> like, not that I think there's like spirits or anything in here. I'm just saying, like, you know, when you feel a bad vibe. Okay. I've been in this. I've been in this room more times than. Let's talk about how it works. Ever. Oh, go on. I've got okay. two ways of looking at it. Okay. Spiritually. Okay. Well, I put religion slash spiritual, science slash subconscious, right? Mm-hmm. Um, so obviously the spiritualist theories, it's the stuff we've been talking about already. By the way, you said you hope it's a creepy show. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> no, it's fine. I, I like that it's a creepy okay. show. That's fine. So so the spiritualist point of view is it's used to channel entities through it. Mm-hmm. Yeah? Spirits, ghosts, what have you. Mm-hmm. Um, some believe that there's no harm in contacting the spirit realm. It's just a way to contact people, talk to people. Mm. Some believe that only malevolent forces can be reached through it. Mm-hmm. I disagree with that. You think I, only bad? Uh, Why? Abs- absolutely. Why? Well, I don't make the rules, but I, I just from reputation. Reputation. I'll get into that as well later. Um, it opens gates to forces beyond our control, mm-hmm. and can bring negative forces into the house, mm-hmm. the place it's done. Yeah. And slash or into the person Man, doing I, it. I, I wish I wish I'd known. I could have brought some sage with me. Oh, cleansed my home. Yeah, I could have cleansed this room. I'll pray at the end. Okay, that would do it. Right. <laughs> so that's the the one point of view, mm-hmm. the one we've sort of covered. The one, the the one you think of when you think of Ouija boards. Yeah. Um. Now, in 1952, a man called William Benjamin Carter wrote a scientific paper on how he thought they worked. Mm-hmm. That's this paper here. Wow. Really old. Mm-hmm. Right? And um, So this is looking at it from a logic, a yeah. reason. Why? Because he, he didn't believe in the spiritual side of it. He's like, okay, so what's going on here? And he looked at it mm. from a very sterile point of view. Um, and he theorised that some muscular movement can be independent of conscious desire, is what he said. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And some people agree with that. And there's a test you can do called um the idiomotor effect have you heard of that we can test the idiomotor effect this isn't demonic this is scientific cool. uh, do you want to do you want to test it how, how it's just uh, the it's just showing how your subconscious mind can make movements without you without willing to do them mm-hmm. yeah yeah, yeah. yeah give it a um go. okay so oh, i should have prepared this one second it's interesting uh that the video if it carries on ends with someone fitting convulsing it doesn't surprise me no that's what I mean it's not always like a possession it's sometimes it's just like a mm. negative repercussion it's nuts it really is it's really interesting that both of us feel exactly the same way about it but come from two different angles yeah yeah that, sh- that says something I think I haven't tested this myself so I don't know how- if it's going to work hopefully it will okay and you can try this at home I'll run you through how we do it so you want to get a bit of string Mm-hmm. And you want it to be at least a foot long. Which so, that is, yeah. That's longer than a foot, long. but... Yeah, it's yeah. plenty long enough. Uh-huh. And you tie a weighted object around the bottom. So the website I went on suggested um, like a button or a ring. I've got the spool that the thread was on, small metal spool. I should put some incense with me. Cleanse the ring. <laughs> but if, that, if those items were 
spiritually negative. Yeah. Wouldn't the toy aisle in every toy shop that sells it be haunted? But maybe you don't spend enough time there to really... I've got a, I've you got have a theory. to activate it, though. I've got a theory about about that. Okay. Are we doing that now? You can while I'm tying this. Um, I mean, obviously, some of this uh, is always going to be unexplained, isn't it? Um, but I think it's not necessarily that the item itself is possessed. It's not that um, a spirit enters the board, or it's not even... And actually, you're right, it's just made out of material. The board was just plastic. The, the what's the plaque thing called? The, the planchette. The planchette, that's plastic. The box is made of cardboard. Like, it's just man-made materials. So I would suggest that at the time it's bought, it's just an object. It's fine. It's exactly the same as any other object. The problem comes when you then make it the object that it is. So you make it an object of, um, like, invitation, inviting spirits or ghosts or whatever you want to call them. So you're empowering the object So your intention. Yeah, it's not necessarily you're empowering it. It's more that you're allowing... Because do you remember on the um, Demonic Possession episode I mentioned about that um, people who are demon-possessed, they, they, it's often that they give room for a demon in there to sort of um, kind of attach themselves. So they, um, it's the same as, like, we've all got control and authority over our own bodies, our own lives. Mm-hmm. People who um, are possessed by demons, sometimes they invite demons to come and be a part of their lives. So it, I think it's the same with a Ouija board, is that you kind of, um, how do I explain it? Essentially what you're doing is, yeah, I guess empowering it, I guess would be the like the only word I could think of, but I mean there's a better way of explaining it, but I think it's more a case of that you're allowing that item... Mm-hmm. Your, to be a doorway. To be a doorway to, to, for for entities or spirits or whatever. Um, so it is sort of what it says, it opens... Yeah, I think so. The item itself opens the gate to forces beyond our control. Yeah, and the beyond our control bit is the really, really important part. But yeah, let's do this science test. Who wants to be my guinea pig for the idiomotor effect? I don't want to be. I'll I'll, I'll do it. I'll do it. So this is just science, It's just about your subconscious, yeah. Do I have to come around here? I would come around here because I have to read it. What you need need to do is tie that round one of your fingers and hold your hand out. So what you do is you tie you tie the weight to the end of the string. Um, no, just you want it to hang. You need to tie it around the top. And so effectively, this is just going to determine that I that my muscles um, have a way of moving without me being you can consciously aware. Ar- basically, of it. yeah, you're going to be answering your own questions, but your body will answer them for you with the way it allows the thing to hang because you've told your body that if it does this certain way. Um, One thing I am worried about with the idiomotor thing, though, is would that not be would that not count as intent? What? Um, I don't know. Ignore me. Right. So explain it to me before I do it. So what you've got? Okay. So this could be grounds for intent because if you're asking questions of you're asking yourself, you're asking yourself. Okay, that's cool. It's showing you thing like um, as long as you're not asking anyone else anything else. No, I've just got a bit of string and a weight. So. The experiment is you tie a string with a weight to your finger. Yeah. The string has to be a, at least a foot long, can be longer. And you hold your hand out. Well, right, you've done that's fine. And without you knowing, it will 
swing. Mm-hmm. It won't stay still because your body's naturally moving. So what you do is um, you ask yourself a question. You think a question to yourself. You can say it out loud if you want. It's up to you. And you think in your head, okay, well, if the answer to my own question is yes, my body's probably going to move this clockwise. And if the answer to my question is no, the bo- my body's going to move it anti-clockwise. Okay. But you don't move your finger. So just, yeah, just... You just it. hold it and your body should naturally... Just the muscle okay. movement in your body, because you know it's yes mm-hmm. or no, the answer to your question, it should move it. The muscles should move it. So it's, there you go, it's starting just small, yeah, anti-clockwise. Is that anti-clockwise from uh, your perspective? I can't... Yes, I think anti-clockwise. Oh, I see, oh, now sorry. It's, it's, it's just like very small It's anti-clockwise to me. It's... It can yeah. move in the yeah. smallest circles, even like that. Basically, your muscles are making such tiny movements mm-hmm. in your head, sub- in your body, subconsciously, okay. that you wouldn't notice. Yeah, yeah. But the string amplifies the movements right. of your muscles. Right. Um, and, you know, through the length of the string, it'll surgically turn like a tiny movement in your muscle into tiny little circles by the time it hits the bottom. Mm-hmm. I didn't try this experiment myself, but that's and that's basically the idea behind their saying... The scientific reasoning behind a Ouija board is you're asking things and your brain is answering it and you're moving it subconsciously. Okay. So am I supposed, do you want me to now think of a question? Yeah, think, think of a question in your head, a yes or a no question that you know the answer to. Okay. I've got one. Okay. So I'll now answer it in my and head. Just, just, yeah, just think of, just focus on the question in your own head. Just like hold on to the question. Yeah, you get small circles now. That's, that's clockwise. Right. Was that a yes? Yeah. There you go. Uh, it was it was quite yeah it was like instant I need it was just like um, yeah it it was very small. That's the scientific experiment for the idiomotor effect. Okay. Anyway, all right. I mean that's what they're saying. That further is what the scientific idea behind how a Ouija board would work is. Okay. So basically, yeah, there's the subconscious that's doing that, or your consciousness because you're thinking about it. Yep, is the same. What do you think to that theory? Shall I answer from? Just from having just done it. Yep. Um, it it doesn't feel um, concrete enough because I don't really know because like you, it's impossible. I think like it's pretty much impossible for anyone to be completely still because mm. your body, you're like if you're standing up, you you notice, and I notice sometimes if you if I'm like or if I'm sat down praying, I notice that I'm gen- really gently like swaying or like rocking, not. Uh, not like violently but just like very gently and I notice a lot if I'm waiting for a bus or something and I've stood there for a while so um, but then I don't really because it was and and I noticed that because it was always moving the way it was always moving so was it when it started actually doing when it was a small circle was that just coincidence that that was the way it was moving or was it because um, but then I could say that I guess you could just ask that question and then like stop it Think of another one and keep testing it to see how accurate it was. That was yeah, just absolutely. like a quick, just to show you the idea behind it. But, but it, it's, um, I think it, it does go some way to explaining it. But when you look at the movement uh, from the video, mm-hmm. it's all it's all very precise movement. Yeah. There's no way that human hands could move that in such a perfect arch across those letters. Or well, I don't think so. That... Anyone with that. In the video, I was doing that. The figure, figure of eight, eight yeah. the figure of eight, and the movement across yeah. letters when he was going from S to S to That's O. That's a build-up of energy. Yeah, and yeah. it can start, a lot of the time you get that figure of eight, that build-up. That's considered like a negative thing. It's a build-up of energy. Yeah. 
Yeah. That figure eight. And even like, um, why I read this, I've read things where it's like a positive Ouija board experience, like positive contact, and they say even just the movement, you can tell if it's a good or a bad presence because like, that seemed negative in that video. That mm. figure eights are quite violent, but oh. sometimes it's more like. What does the figure of eight symbolize? Yeah, what does do it think? Yeah. I think it's just a build up of energy. No, but I what think. do you think? What What does the symbol of eight symbolize? I don't think it's anything. I think it's just a free flowing. No, but existing already. What does that mean? Oh, it's infinity. Yeah, yeah. So the build up of energy is continuous, infinite. I think that's that's why I think it's that shape as a build up of energy because it can continue. Mm. So there's no, it can build up to whenever the energy is built enough. There's no like stopping and starting the shape again. It can yeah, just. Yeah. <laughs> Well, that to me symbolizes that the energy you're dealing with is a lot more powerful than we can perceive because mm-hmm. it's infinite. It's just so much. So, reviewing what we've said so far, you guys need review. Obviously, you both said you would never do it. No, yeah. never. You would say, you would advise people don't do it. Yeah, 100%. Even though you say, do whatever you want. For this, you would say, don't do it. Well, when do I say do whatever you want? <laughs> you said what people you can do whatever they want, believe whatever they want. Oh, yeah, they can, but I would advise them not to. Okay. But I can't force them. Okay, well, I bought this book. I read this book today. I would say people should believe in virtuous things, though. I wouldn't say a Ouija board is virtuous. I say it's a book. It's pretty thin. It's more of a pamphlet. Mm. It's 27 pages, but I read it today in the bath. Okay. Um, How to safely use a Ouija board. Everyone, everyone's guide to safely using the ancient device for talking to the dead. Okay. What do you think about that title to begin with? Straight away, it's just like, just don't. But it says, this book tells you how it's not negative. Yeah, but I could write a book saying how to use a safely, you know. Where's his credentials? He's used it a lot. Surely... I read the whole book today. Yeah. Look, surely the contradiction is in the fact that if you're opening it up to a world that's beyond your control, how could you ever guarantee it would be safe? You can't, but it tells you how, how to... to how you can go about trying to be as yeah. And if you safe do it, you how to recognise a negative presence, a positive presence, shutting down the gate to a negative presence, restarting. Okay. Uh, the clue in the name actually, how to safely use a Ouija board. Yeah. That would imply that there is an unsafe way yeah, to use. Yeah, it a says board. in here. Straight away, it's it's kind of like, if there's an unsafe way, then maybe... He said the first time he did it, he did it with his wife, mm-hmm. and the Ouija board spelt out, you are you are a nice couple, or you're a happy couple, or something like that. Mm-hmm. Can I have a look? Yeah. I want to see who this guy is. Oh, like, for a start, that's there's like... I'm just going to try and explain it. So for me, I was, lo- I was looking... I don't know why, this is just because of the amount, like the different books I'm reading for theology at the minute, I'm, I was expecting a blurb about like the, the guy's credentials, yeah. like the the university he went to, the degrees got. I mean, not that no, I don't he think has he's got to have it, but it's, uh, yeah. So you don't think there is a safe way to do it? I'd say he's more cashing in on the fact that people were trying to find a safe way to use it. Um, he's wrote a book. Well, selling. what he says... He has an agenda straight away. What he says at the beginning was quite interesting because it's the research that I had discovered as well. Mm, Um, He says, this is the opening paragraph. The Ouija board has been evil since 1973. Why 1973? 
that's the year The Exorcist was released to theatres, raising the horror genre to a new level and forever demonised this once effective communication device. I think I would disagree with his statement, but I think essentially what he's saying is that The Exorcist opened up a whole new world to a lot of people who hadn't even considered that as a concept before. No, 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 I've got it here, right? Before? Yeah, so what I was going to then go on to say was, have you got any... Like evidence of like a like a cut off where it stopped being good or something. Before um, the Exorcist, it was always seen as a fun novelty item. It wasn't considered a demonic item. There wasn't all these like scary stories going around. This like oh the Ouija board that feeling. It was even like used in like sitcoms as like a comedy device. I've got a clip here from um, an old. Um, Buzzcocks. <laughs> no, this is from I Love Lucy, the old black and white American sitcom. Okay. And there's an episode all about them doing a seance, and it's very like lighthearted, like a Ouija board is nothing scary at mm. all in this time. And mm. uh, let me just. Do you Ouija? <laughs> Do you Ouija? Ouija. Well, I'm not sure. I mean, have you had any success with the Ouija board? Oh, Ouija board. Oh, no, I haven't gotten around to that yet. Oh, too bad. I've worn out three of them trying to contact my dear departed Tilly, who left me three years ago. Oh, I understand. I wish I could find a good seance. You wouldn't happen to know where they're having one, Mrs. Ricardo, would you? Well, now... <laughs> It just happens that we're having a thing. Oh, do you want me to stop? <laughs> I think you've seen enough. But that's the sort of like I... tone that the Ouija board was always considered in. Can I add my two cents? Yeah, go. At the risk of sounding biased. Yeah. Uh, I mean, that's like a television show. Mm-hmm. So, strictly speaking, that isn't true to life. No, but that's... To, to, to put it in an everyday... That's not like an edgy comedy. That's like a family comedy. To put something that's so... Like, if they, especially in that era, mm. when they would have been very touchy about things that are offensive to people and stuff, they wouldn't put something like that on, like, a mainstream sort of mm. comedy show but if it was it considered isn't... a scary, demonic item. But to maybe, no. people. Maybe putting it on the TV show was to change opinions. I think, um, my, I think, I, and obviously I don't, I don't know, I've not done the research, but I would suggest that before The Exorcist, if this is what this guy's saying he's written the book before the exorcist um if you were to use a ouija board uh to contact the dead right so say for example you wanted to specifically contact uncle bob who passed away and you wanted to like in the sense that you would a seance like so you want to contact a specific individual um maybe that's what people are doing and actually does that sound evil no not really so perhaps the use of it changed and people then thought, oh, hang on, we can talk, we can just use it to talk to like random spirits and that's really exciting. So I think people perhaps then started to use it differently after The Exorcist highlighted that kind of activity. So the intent changed? Maybe. Because I'm not, I'm not disagreeing with this guy. He could be, he could be right. Um, Here's the Exorcist scene that features the Ouija board. Uh-huh. 
Do you think my mom's pretty? Captain Howdy? Captain Howdy, that isn't very nice. Well, maybe sleeping. You think? So that's the, the scene with the board in The Exorcist. That sort of brought it into his mind. And then obviously she gets mm. possessed and people say it's through the Ouija board and such and such. But mm. people say that, especially like when that film came out, people's opinions of Ouija board really went negative and they, but also obviously sales went through the roof. Mm-hmm. Um, but that is the moment when the Ouija board really became much more sinister because mm. people were so terrified of that film. Strange that they call it a Ouija board in Exorcist, but in the good one they call it a Ouija board. Yeah, I don't know where the Ouija board thing comes from. I don't know is where it that dimension, like the Berenstein. Oh, base. maybe here we go. Wow, got on something there, Tiss. I mean, that is that's probably more famous than the Berenstein Bears. The Ouija Ouija board. There's um, and it's been used in modern. It's in uh, Breaking Bad. Even they use the Ouija board. They use it to contact the guy with the bell. They talk. They talk with the Ouija board. That's more like. That's not to contact. No, them. but yeah, it's, yeah, yeah. it's it's in there. The presence oh, right, of the Ouija yeah, board. Yeah. What I'm saying is still very much in. Yeah. Film yeah, and television, sure. and yeah, that film. I never watched it. it. Came out last year or the year before. Just called Ouija. It's like a horror film. Um, didn't watch it. Yeah, I expect so. Can I just say I've seen The Exorcist maybe three times. I never remember seeing that scene. Hmm. But Obviously maybe it's, it's because the all the other stuff overshadows yeah. it. So. Well, the stuff you remember is like the the head spinning, the pea soup sick. So do you think having a Ouija board in the house is enough to just bring a presence? Like you said earlier about me having it in the house. Mm. Do you think that's enough? I like I shouldn't it, have it in, I should leave it out in my van. Um, I think it can be. I think... Uh, the, I suppose the the difference would be if if you were to to buy it and bring it home, mm-hmm. uh, and so you've bought it brand new. I don't know whether there'd be a difference between that and you buying it second hand. So, um, I don't know. It's difficult, isn't it? Because I've this is what I'm saying. Everything I'm gonna say is gonna be biased because I've only heard, and I don't. I let it let it be known. I don't go around people saying, "Have you had a bad experience with a Ouija board? Have you?" Like, if you have one in your house and bad stuff's happened. I don't go around asking people that. I just hear people saying to me that they've they've never used it. They've had it. Like, maybe they had it handed down to them from a grandparent or something. Um, never used it. But since they've had it in the house, it could be that they can't stop having nightmares. Mm. Or maybe they've I've had, heard like, the nightmares night thing, terrors. Yeah. Or maybe it could just be... Some people get really, like, I suppose what you call it, bad luck. So just mm. maybe they lose a job. Or... I've heard that it can, like... Um... Like you'll start arguing with your spouse a lot because it's just bad energy. Yeah, it'll yeah. cause relationships to break Which down. Is... Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. So I think I think obviously none of no none of us know really mm. um, what but the I've answer heard... is. But my opinion is that I think having it in the house is enough. Yeah. Looking through this book, this guy, the guy who wrote it, Daniel Cumulato, Cumulato, he says that he can have very positive conversations and the first conversation he had he did it with his wife she said the the spirit said to him you know you're an, you're a nice couple you're a happy couple or something like that and he tells you always do you think using this as a guide i should attempt to Ouija board no no what about if i have a group lined up a group of people mm. no cuz it says here to do it you need someone to be the leader right who is at the front of the board with the planchette, asking the questions, reading it. 
you need at least one other person lending their energy to it as well with their hand freely on the board um, to allow movement. And you need a third to document everything that's happening, write down the letters um, and make sense of what's happening. Mm. But you don't think I should do it? No, definitely not. I think the the issue um, with with this, from a purely Christian slash biblical slash religious viewpoint, mm-hmm. which is what you're going to get from me, I'm afraid, because uh, I don't have other viewpoints, mm-hmm. is like to the best of my knowledge, I think that I think it's it's um, the the and it it does come back to what you said at the start about forces beyond your control, and I think the Bible tells us that spirits or that if you take the devil so the the big chief i suppose like the, at the top of the hierarchy he's he's called the prince of darkness as mm-hmm. we all know um but like demons um can be perceived as as good energies they can they can kind of almost like be under a guise of of presenting and i've i've had that i've had conversations with people that said that actually every time they've used it they've had pleasant conversations and it's been a case of They've actually felt enlightened after using it, but then it's not until later on that they have these negative influences. And I'm I'm only going by obviously I've never used one. I'm just going by what people have told me. Um, so I would say, just because you don't know what's going to happen, I would I would say that would be my advice. Hmm. Don't touch it. These are a couple of things I've heard of people using it. Mm-hmm. A couple of weird stories. I'm just going to very quickly paraphrase them. I read one where someone, there was a group of people around the board, anyone there went to yes, person in the group who's just like, this is bullshit, says, I'm going to need some proof. Didn't even get the word proof out, door slammed in the room. Mm. I read another one, started moving around violently, they all gave up, oh, stop this. Um, TV came on, black, like static, words came on the screen, said this is not a game. Came back on. Oh, what the fuck? Oh, yeah. Right? Okay. Another one. Group of people. Da-da-da-da-da, like, got moving. Spelled out the word doll. D-O-L-L. All right. They're like, oh, fuck this. Went into the spare room, and there was a doll sitting in the middle of the room. From amongst the group of, like, stuffed toys, whatever they had on top of the cupboard, one of them was just sitting in the middle of the room. This is just a few examples. Just no, I've read online, no. and I'll put a link on the blog. There's, there's some. I've got a list of some really cool stories. It's just creepy ones like that that I pulled from, but there are a couple. <laughs> We've got um, an old feature coming back for the end of this episode. Really? Ghost story <laughs> of the week. Yes, we recorded um, a ghost story of the week with a guy called Alexander, and uh, we're going to lay that in right now. Hello? Hi, is this Alex? Yep. So basically, I was living in Michigan until I was 12, and then I moved out to Washington State, and I had quite a few weird things happen, but this was like one of the first things that happened, and... It was a huge, like, it, it, it changed me. Um, and I didn't really quite experience anything as in your face as uh, this was. This is my 
uh, evidence that there's something more out there. Okay, go for it then. Yeah, let's hear. I was uh, about 15, and I went over to my friend's house to spend the night, just play some video games and, you know, whatever. And, uh, like, his family uh, was fighting a little bit, you know, yelling at each other. And I think that helped to, like, feed it or whatever, you know? So the first thing that we noticed was that his black Labrador was at the bottom of the staircase. He was just sitting there staring up the staircase. And at first we didn't notice. So my friend called to his dog, um, and he didn't even look over, which was really weird. This dog was, like, really loyal to my friend. If he called, he would come right away, you know? So he called him a few times, and finally Rufus uh, looked over at him. But then he just kept staring up the staircase. So we're just like, okay, whatever. The rest of the evening was pretty uneventful. Um, like I said, they had a bit of some bickering um, about something stupid, probably. I can't even remember what it was about. Uh, at some point, his mom and his two little sisters uh, went upstairs into his mom's room to go to sleep. It was getting pretty late, and I was getting pretty tired, so I just said to my friend, you know what, I'm going to sleep, and I laid down on the couch, and I fell asleep. The next thing I know, my friend is shaking me awake, and, you know, I'm kind of upset, you know, because I've maybe slept for a few hours, and I'm pretty tired still, and he says, you know, wake up, wake up, you, you've got to get up. I remember sitting up and seeing the the digital clock across the room, and I, I think it was exactly 5 a.m., and I said, you know, what are you doing? You know, why are you waking me up? And... You know, I saw his eyes, and that's when I knew something, I don't know, something was up. He looked, like, scared or something, just, I don't know. There was something in his eyes, and so I started to act more serious about it, you know, like, okay, what's going on, you know? And he said, Alec, Alec, just, you won't believe me. Just sit up for a second and just listen. Just sit up and listen. And I was like, okay. So I sat up, and I hear a door upstairs um, slam shut. And I'm like, okay, that's a little weird. You know, I, I started listening really intently, and I started to hear the doors just slamming shut throughout the house. And, you know, I so I started asking questions like, you know, what's going on? You know, he said that it had been going on for about, 10, 15 minutes, and I think he said that he was afraid that it was going to stop before he woke me up, that he needed somebody to, like... Just have someone else hear it as well, I suppose, so he uh, didn't didn't feel like he was the only one, or uh, like you yeah, wouldn't believe yeah. him if he told you. Yeah, exactly, exactly. And he was also really scared, so mm. I'm sure he, you know, could also do it with a company, you know? Yeah, yeah. And then I, I see... The uh, bathroom door, which was kind of down the hallway, um, I see it shut, like slam shut. And I see the doorknob turn and the door swing open and there's nothing there. There's nothing there in the bathroom. Hmm. Um, wow. It was dark, but it wasn't dark enough that you wouldn't be able to see somebody doing that. 
and then it slammed shut again and it latched. Um, all all the windows in the house were closed. Um, it was quite cold outside. Man, so you know he he asked me what do we do, you know, and I I thought okay you know where can we go, so I started to talk out loud to him, you know thinking of of what we could do and I said, you know well there's the old church behind your house we could go there that might be safe, but I don't think it was there wasn't anybody in the church like it was abandoned or something um. And I said, we can't just go outside because, you know, what if whatever this thing is follows us or it locks us out? I mean, it obviously has the power or whatever you want to call it to open these doors. Then I thought, okay, I think the only thing that we can really do is go up to the room where everyone else is. You know, maybe we'll be safer in a a bigger group of people. So he said, okay, let's do that. So we just, we got up. He was ahead of me. And it just, you could feel that it was different. Like the air was heavy. Um, Mm. It felt like moving through water, like wading through water. And I felt like there was like eyes all around me looking at me. It was just a really weird feeling. And it was kind of difficult to move. So we headed up the staircase his mom's room was right there on the right. I, uh, I I enter the room. I see he has dived for a blanket that's on the ground. I think, you know, okay, this is a good idea. I'll get under a blanket too. So I shut the door and I made sure it latched. And then I turned around. He's in the far corner already completely under a blanket. I grab another blanket and his sisters and his mom were on the bed sleeping. Um, I don't know why... They didn't hear it or wake up. Um, I've always, you know, questioned that. But still, I wonder if maybe somehow the paranormal thing kept them asleep. And or maybe only we could hear it or something. I don't know. I don't know. Um, Rufus was right there in the room laying down. He was awake. He watched us enter the room. And I, I pulled the blanket up over me. I'm facing the door I just came through. And uh, it opens. It opens right in front of me. I I could see the handle turn. It opened. It wasn't like somebody turned the doorknob and pushed it open and ran away. It was like somebody turned it, Mm. didn't let the knob, and slowly pushed it open all the way. I was just scared, you know? I pulled the blanket up over my head. I didn't know what to do. When you watched the door open and you saw nothing, did you instantly uh, cover yourself over, or did you, like, watch the door for a while? Um, as, soon as, I, as soon as I saw it open, I just, I pulled the blanket up over me. Mm. I, I, did, I did watch it open all the way. But anyway, I'm here under the blanket. I don't, I don't know what to do. So I just did what my grandmother taught me to do years ago, because um, she's... She's Christian, and she believes in, um, like, demons and stuff like that. And she said to say, uh, the power of Christ compels you, or something like that. So I just said that over and over and over and over again. I didn't hear anything else, and I don't remember falling asleep. All right, this next part, I don't know if it was a dream or if it really happened, 
but I remember I could hear something on the staircase, like moving up and down the staircase really quickly. Da -da 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 -da. And then it was at the top. And then da -da 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 -da, it was at the bottom. And it, it just seemed like inhumanly fast. Ugh. But I don't know. I don't know if that part was just a dream or what. It was the morning, and nobody was, else was in the room. They're all downstairs. And I asked him, you know, did that happen? You know, we both went to ask, the, you know, the same question just to confirm last night. And we were like, yeah, yeah, that happened. That really did happen. Uh, we told his mom what happened, and she just didn't believe us. She even laughed about it like, you know, no way, that didn't happen. Uh, he finally told me why it happened. He told me that at some point, him and his mom were in the car, and they saw a sign on the side of the road, and it said free. And there was a Ouija board. And so they stopped, and Devante thought, oh, this is cool. And he, he grabbed it, and, you know, he put it in the car, and they drove home. Um, he didn't mess with it. He didn't play with it. Nobody did. He tossed it into his room. Nobody went in there and played with it, or I don't even know if anybody knew it was there. He had, like, looked up the board on eBay or something. Um, he was planning on selling it because he found out it was, like, 50 years old. It was made of witch wood, so he thought, you know, he could make a quick buck off of it. And that all happened afterwards. So you think just having it in the house was enough to, like, bring in unwanted forces? Yeah. Yeah. I think so. I think that that board, I don't know, it, it was... There's a reason someone uh, wanted to give it away for free. Yeah. <laughs> exactly. And we never found it. We never found it after that. We thought about burning it or chopping it up or something, burying right. it, yeah. but we never found it. Wow. Uh, that's my story, guys. Wow. Thanks, Alec. That was awesome. Right. So, guys, you got anything else before we wrap up the show? No. No. Apart, from, apart from don't do the board. Don't do it. You don't know what's going to happen. Those stories prove that you don't know what's going to happen, and it's beyond your control. They can do whatever they want. Uh, if they can turn a TV on and mm -hmm. make words come on a TV, if they can put a doll in the middle of the room, mm -hmm. I wouldn't want to do it. And I don't understand anyone that would want to do it, thinking it's a game. And the video, the start, also tells me, don't do it. If that if that was someone, you know, they all seem quite harmless at the start. Oh, it's quite fun. And like, oh, his name's Sozo or whatever it was he was saying. To then have someone convulsing at the end. It's enough, isn't it? I don't know. Mm. Do you want to do it? You concur? Yeah, I concur. Right. Do, I'm you, undecided. You would still do it, would you? Or? I'm, I just, I don't think, in, I've already done one in my life. Mm. Which I've talked about on the, show, on the show before. Didn't you make it move? Yeah, because nothing was happening. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, and that was in a house which was 100 years old. The rules on here, actually, it does state there are three rules in this book. Okay. Um, which you must abide by. Number one, be serious because it's not a game. Number two, always say goodbye at the end of the session. Like move the planchette down to goodbye. That closes the link. Right? <laughs> no, it doesn't. Never use the Ouija board in your own home. Well, it's going to be in someone's home. Or are they saying find like a... I don't know. A neutral place. I don't know. But that, that sort of through the spanner in the book works for me because I was going to do it here. And then I was like, well, if I'm going to do it, I want to follow the book. It's an experiment to follow this book. And it's saying, don't do it in your own home. I was like, shit, where am I going to do it? Oh. So 
But okay. I'm being advised not to do it anyway. Um, if you want to contact us, unexplainableuk at mail.com. Send us anything. We like getting that shit, don't we, guys? <laughs> 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 Stories, whatever. Got something to talk about. Got an idea for a show, whatever. Add us on Facebook. We're on there. Go on iTunes and give us a rating because that's really nice of you. And the blog is Weird Tales and the Unexplainable dot blogspot dot com. Mm. Anything else, guys? Right. Until next time, I hope you Ouija enjoyed the show. Oh, no. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365-day returns. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Mm. 